the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And uh, happy November, right? We're in November, which is uh, technically, technically supposed to be the beginning of the holiday season. Although this year it seemed like we started October 1st. (laughs) We started doing Christmas uh, before Halloween, but, uh, hey, it's the, you know, the holiday season. And you know what's so unique season? It, it is a time to reflect. Uh, it is a time to appreciate. It's a time for thankfulness, for gratitude. And, and today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to go into our power and our freedom. You know, it's, uh, you know, we can say circumstances this and circumstances that. But, you know, I've been blessed to travel the world, and I have a lot of friends who have traveled the world, and I hear over and over and over many times that the happiest people, the most content people, are from some of the poorest of countries. You know, I have uh, three uh, orphanages I support in Uganda, and I have three young men who uh, run those orphanages, and I'm blessed because I get to share the Word of God with them daily, and I... I get to mentor them and tutor them in leadership and and in management and in the Word of God. Uh, And man, you know, to see how uh, they don't even have water. And uh, we were blessed to bring water into one of our orphanages that is supplying water to one of our villages. And we have a family, a young family in Gambia who is without mother and father, a 16-year-old young man who runs the family and has a 13-year-old son and, I'm sorry, brother and an 8-year-old sister. And we send him to school and we support them monthly for food and all that. And, And yet, you know, there are so many times that these uh, these people in Uganda uh, and in Gambia who have very little, who depend on us just to provide food for them, how, man, they can be happy about the smallest things. And, you know, it was Dr. Viktor Frankl who said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And see, in America, we are wrapped up in so many things. Things are getting wacky and weird in our world, let's be honest. There are many things that concern us here in America, uh, and there are many things that concern us that are outside of our control. And the key to life is to focus our energy and our time on those areas that concern us and those that we have some ability, some amount of control. 
You know, there's so many sayings about success. One of my favorite about success is that it's a picture picture of a, a stormy sea and there's a a huge sailboat on that stormy scene is being tossed to and fro, and it says, Success, we cannot control the wind, but we can adjust ourselves. And today, that's what I want to call today's radio show, Setting Your Sails, because we are in control of what happens between the stimulus and the response. That is our power. You know, there's a great story I heard years ago, a story about a a man in China. And it was a poor village that they lived in, but this man was considered to be wealthy by standard. And for two reasons. Number one, uh, he had a son, and his son could work the fields. And number two, he had a horse. And so that horse was a an animal of labor, and so could pull a, a, a you know a, a instruments. Could could the young man could ride the horse. He could go to the village to take things to the market. So, by having a young man, a son, to work the fields and a horse that that son could work in the fields and and use for a, a purpose of business, if you will, he was considered wealthy. Well, one day uh, that man's horse ran away. And everybody in the village came up to him and said, you poor man, only horse ran away. And the gentleman looked at him and said, maybe. A few days later, that horse came back. And with it came back a couple of wild Mustangs. You know, the, the horse had made friends. And so not only did the man get his horse back, but he also got a couple wild Mustangs back as well. So now he's not only have his one, but he has three horses. And everybody in the village came up to that man and said, oh, man, how, how blessed, how lucky are you? And again, the man looked at him and said, maybe. A little while later, the, the, his son was green-breaking one of the, the wild mustangs, the stallions, and he got thrown from the horse, and the, and the boy broke his leg. And so now he was laid up, the boy, and so now this old man did not have a son uh, to work the fields. And as you can imagine, everybody in the village came up to him and said, you poor man, your only son who works your fields has a broken leg and now he can't, you poor guy. And the gentleman looked at him and again said, maybe. A few days later, word had gotten out that the Huns had invaded China and all young men were being grafted, uh, drafted, if you will, uh, to work for the military, to go in to fight the Huns. And so the conscription officers came into this man's village and took all the young men, but they could not take that man's young son because he had a broken leg. And as you can imagine, everybody in the village looked at that man and said, you lucky man, for your son does not have to go fight and die in the battle. And he looked at them and said, Maybe. See, ladies and gentlemen, we can't control the wind, but we can adjust ourselves. See, we can't control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. Important prepositions, right? Difference between to and in. And let's be honest, it is a wacky world. Uh, Man, if we look around America, it is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And I see so many people confused, so many people lost, so many people that uh, are, are, don't know how to feel, 
uh, don't know what to be excited about, uh, are depressed, are struggling. And we got to realize that we alone control our attitude. You know, one of our one of my favorite quotes is by Swindoll, you know, Charles Swindoll, Chuck Swindoll. And he says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude is more important than facts, is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failure, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change the past. We cannot change the fact that people act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. What is with you, we are in charge of our attitudes. And this is why in November, on the fourth Thursday, we celebrate a holiday called Thanksgiving. And it really is about being in a grateful mindset. And ladies and gentlemen, we got to realize that the battle's in the mind. Yeah, things are falling down around us. Yeah, America is crumbling. Yeah, the church is falling apart. Yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff going on. However, Romans 8, 28 is very clear. It's all things to work for the good for those who love God who are called according to his purpose. And this is where we got to control our attitude. We got to consider that no matter what is going on, we are blessed to live in this country. No matter what is going on for those of us that are children of God, we are a child of God. No matter what is going on, that we have a God who loves us, we can put food on the table, we have a shelter, we have the opportunity to create and to be whoever we want to be. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to have us focus on those things that concern us and we have control over, instead of focusing on all those things that concern us that we have no control over. I am Black, and we'll be right back. What is this, bizarro world? This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? 
TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to leadership awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Some more folk buttering into the bone, jacking me up. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. <laughs> I am black. You are back to Like It Matters Radio. Living live on Like It Matters. And yeah, it is confusing, isn't you? Cuddy say what? 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 I don't speak job. Sorry, man. You know, that's kind of the world we live in. What is up is down, what is down is up, what is wrong is right, what is right is wrong. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. It is absolutely crazy. I mean, it's just, it it does not make sense. And this is why I'm with you. I get it. But we've got to go back to what we can control. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about your life. Think about your life and all the people that have poured into your life, uh, that have blessed your life, that have helped you become who you are. I, I want you to think, if you look back over the experiential aquarium called your life, and you look at where you are today, think about all the people that have blessed you. Think about all the people uh, that have helped you become who you are. Now, of all those people, I want you to pick the top dog. The one person above all others who's helped you become who you are today. Can you think about who that person is? Maybe, maybe it was a teacher or a parent. Maybe it was a spouse or a sibling. Uh, maybe it was a friend or a brother or sister. Maybe they... They believed in you when you couldn't believe in yourself. Maybe they they stood up for you when you weren't able to stand up for yourself. I share stories like that all the time uh, on my podcast, uh, Storytime with Mr. Black. So uh, as you think about your life, I want you to pick that one person above all others that who you would call the leader in your life. You know, the one person more responsible for you being who you are today than anybody else. 
And as you think about that person, now I want you to think about the qualities you most admire about that person. As you think about this person who's helped you become who you are today, the person who's spoken or been there in your life more than anybody else, the person that you would call the leader in your life, what are those qualities? What are those characteristics? What are those things about them and that you most admire? This is a man. And as you're putting this list together, I, I bet you're thinking of things like uh, they have a good sense of humor, uh, they believed in you when no one else would, um, they never gave up, uh, they were always there for you, uh, they taught you how to overcome, uh, they taught you the value of who you were, right? I mean, as you're thinking about this person, those are the type of words or phrases, right, that would come into your mind. Now, I want you to think, and you could do all this in full time uh, on your own, because you can listen to the show at any time. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. You know, when we're done here at noon, uh, John will have it up by noon 30 easily. Uh, and so you can listen to this segment too over again. And I want you to list out all those characteristics, all those qualities that you most admire about that person. And after you got your list together, and you can pause this, uh, you know, this as a podcast while you're listening to it later, so you can actually do this exercise. And I want you to create a list, and man, at least get five, minimum of five words, five phrases that really describe what you most admire. What are those characteristics about that person that you really look up to? And as you have that list put together, now I want you to take that list. And I want you to separate it. And there's two categories. One's called attitude and one's called skill. And take all those words, all those phrases, all those leadership characteristics, all those leadership traits, whatever you want to call them, and put them in one of two categories. And do not, by default, go, well, they're both. No, no, pick. You can't be a politician here. you got to pick a side. you got to either, it's an attitude or a skill. And as you do that, I want you to notice something. And I've been doing this for 20 years. Uh, Actually, almost 30 years, I lied. Almost 30 years. And I'm going to tell you what you're going to find out. Most of those things that you admire, most of those characteristics that you you like, those traits that you you look up to, can I tell you where they're going to fall? they're going to fall under a category called attitude. See, this thing called attitude is absolutely in our control. You know, as Dr. Viktor Frankl, you know, there's a great book called Man's Search for Meaning. I would highly recommend it. And in that book, he talks about his time in Auschwitz. And he spent time in Auschwitz while the Nazis still ran it. And in Auschwitz, he uh, he lost his pregnant wife. He saw his mom and dad killed. I think there was a sibling as well. It's been years, decades since I've read the book. And while he was in Auschwitz, he made it alive. He came up with a concept called logotherapy. And one thing Dr. Frankel said, he said, when the gates of Auschwitz opened up, he said, I could tell who was going to make it. And by make it, he did not mean live because that was out of the realm of their control. He, he put it this way. He said, you know, the Nazis could take our food. They could take our clothing. They could take our family, they could take our life, but they could not take our will. That had to be freely given. 
And see, that's what attitude is. And that is actually where Dr. Frankel came up with the whole concept of logotherapy. It's kind of uh, surmised in in, uh, Nietzsche's uh, quote, he who has a why can bear almost any how. Logical. He who has a why can bear almost any how. And that's what attitude is. Attitude makes you long-suffering. Attitude makes you patient. You know, one of the traits that we acknowledge God as is long-suffering. God is patient. You know, Bible says that God is not like man who uh, breaks his word. See, God says, he says to God, a thousand years is but a day, and a day is but a thousand years. You know, God sits out of the realm of this thing called time. He sits above that dimension. He creates it. He's, he's not controlled by the elements that he creates. He sits above time. He's omnipresent, all places at all time. He could be back in the Old Testament or back in uh, the end of times. At any time, he could pop in and out of time whenever he wants. And what we got to realize is that is a trait of God to have a good attitude. I mean, if you think about it, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created, and then just go back, go down five chapters. Uh, There's 1,158 or something like that, um, I think chapters in the Bible, I think it is. I could be wrong, but I think that's correct. Uh, And think about this. Five chapters in, God repented of creating man. (laughs) God, no, oh my gosh, what did I do here, right? Oops, right? And so we got to realize that we cannot control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. We might be this huge sailing ship on some rough waters called America 2021, and we might not be able to control the wind, but we can adjust ourselves. We are in control of our attitude. You know, what am I? I'm seldom considered though I do more to influence everything about you than virtually any one thing in your life. I often control the time you get up in the morning, the time you go to sleep, what you eat and drink, and the very thought that runs through your head. I can make you either happy or sad, loving or hateful, cheering or remorseful, congenial or spiteful, and in doing so, control the very capacity that you have for success. No, you don't often think of me, Instead, you blame the problem I create on the shortcoming of others, or the state of the economy, or your family, or who's president, or who's in power, or a million other reasons. Often at times unable to blame anyone else to blame, you look for shortcomings within yourself on which to lay the blame. When my impact on your life fully is considered in your very thought and action, when you are mindful of my awesome power, when you nurture and groom me for positive use in your life, I can become more contagious than the most prolific disease ever witnessed by man. My influence will spread to every person you come in contact with. Groomed and nurtured in a positive manner, there will be no person or obstacle that can stand in the way of my success or fail to be impacted for the better. What am I? I am your attitude. 
And ladies and gentlemen, attitude is a choice. I have people ask me all the time, so if this thing called attitude is so important, what is it? And I'm going to tell you right now what it is. It is a choice. And only you can choose. If you are looking for this world to make sense, move on. Read the good book. The good book tells you at the end times, it's going to be wacky. It's going to be bass backwards. What's wrong is going to be called right. What's right is going to be called wrong. What's good is going to be called bad. What's bad is going to be called good. God's telling you what's going on. What are you surprised about? Right? In the end times, people will be lovers of themselves. Walking away from the faith. The great apostasy. 70% of evangelicals believe there's another way to get to God as Savior and Redeemer than through his son, Jesus Christ. 70% of evangelicals believe that man is basically good. And if you read your book, you know both of those statements are absolutely false. And so you can't control what the church is doing. You can't control what the government is doing. You can't control how fast America's sliding away from the great country we could have been and should have been and were. But what you have absolutely control over is how you show up every day and the attitude you will embrace for that day. So I am black. And we'll be right back. Yar, I'm not attractive. Stop it! construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders. During a recent meeting, I was pretty amazed at how everyone got along so well, and we all agreed on just about everything. I think it's because we have strived for years to have everyone doing a job that they enjoy. We think that ends up being a benefit to our customers. When you like what you're doing, you tend to do a better job, as well as have a better attitude. Over the years, I've tried a variety of jobs at the Kingdom Builders. I've tried sales, project managing, installing doors, working in the office, but currently I'm installing gutters and loving it. It's a pleasure to be able to do my job well and enjoy doing it. So if you need a roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and today we're talking about being the captain of our own ship. In other words, being in control of what happens between the stimulus and the response. Remember, transactional analysis teaches us that communication is a stimulus and a response. Dr. Eric Byrne, who is the father of transactional analysis, uh, and transactional analysis is really was Dr. Byrne's way of taking the complex field of communication and psychology and put it into layman's term. And so he considered a transaction uh, communication. So there's a stimulus and a response, right? That's pretty simple, pretty basic. Now, what you got to know is how we work. And God told us in the Bible to, to hold our tongue, to, to hold our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, to, to only focus on those things that are good and pure, to, to guard your heart for the issues of life stem from it. And again, one thing I learned a long time ago, God would never tell you to do something that he didn't equip you for. And so let me tell you how the good Lord made us. The good Lord made us to where our mind is six times faster than we can talk. So your mind is six blocks down the road by the time you engage your lips and your tongue. You got, I just want to make sure that makes sense to you. Our mind is rapidly expanding. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. There's a lot going on in our noggins, and most of it's at the unconscious level. So, you know, we were made to, to run pretty efficiently on autopilot. But if you get out of the passenger seat and you get in the driver's seat, we can run far more effective. So here's how it works. When someone says something or does something, we call that a stimulus. Now, the response makes the, the equation complete, the transaction complete. But here's what happens. Because our mind is six times faster than we can talk, our, uh, we don't respond to what someone said or did. See, we go to what we know. There's a proverb that says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Uh, the good book says that uh, a dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. We go to what we know. Uh, in the study of human beings, you, that's why you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When your back's against the wall, you go to what you know. That's the rule, and that's how we work. And so what happens is when someone says something or does something, because our mind is so fast, we go to our past. We 
something from our past. We say or hear something from our past and or we feel something from our past. And then based on that, we respond. We're not responding to what another person says or does. We're responding to our narrative about what that other person says or does. And that's why I say it is so crazy on what's going on. And you might not be able to control that, but you can control how you respond to it. Let me give you a couple of examples, okay? Uh, You know, this whole big anti-Biden rally cry, let's go, Brandon, causes mainstream media meltdown. The chant now by the liberal media, by um, state-run media, has been compared to saying long live ISIS and called vulgar and trollish. Corporate media and liberal reporters have come together, uniting a common cause as everyone from allegedly neutral reporters to far-left pundits have gone nuclear in an attempt to shut down three words, let's go Brandon. The phrase became an internet sensation last month after an NBC reporter at a NASCAR series race incorrectly reported that fans in the stands were chanting, let's go Brandon, following a victory by driver Brandon Brown, when they were actually screaming, F Joe Biden. That's what they're saying. Memes, jokes, comments immediately began to spread across the internet posted by users mocking NBC's coverage during the interview. And the F. Joe Biden chants have become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, to the point where um, a a Southwest Airline pilot signed off and people got mad. And now the media is turning this into like some vulgar thing, some terrible thing. And like, oh, my gosh, really? For four years, we have heard Donald Trump called every name in the book and profanities on the news. People tell him F off. Matter of fact, I don't know if you remember this. You know Loudoun County where everything is really bad in Virginia? You know, that's where elected officials and all their family and all their all the uh, people who make money off elected officials. This is Loudoun County, one of the richest counties in America, I'm pretty sure, all based on government employees. So uh, this, this Loudoun County mom says six-year-old asked her if she was born evil because she's white. This is where all this problem is coming up because they're teaching CRT, but Terry McAuliffe's pretending like they don't teach CRT. Melanin. And yet it's on the it's on the website for the school district. Uh, there are books in there that highly encourage that CRT should be the frame to which we do education. All that. So why does all this matter? Well, in Virginia, in Loudoun County, there's a famous woman. Her name is Julie Briskman. And why is she famous? Because Julie Brisbane lost her job after a photo went viral in 2017 where she flipped off. She gave the bird to Donald Trump's motorcade. <gasps> now, I don't know, I don't know uh, John, if we should open up the phone lines, you know, 651-289-4466. And if maybe our listeners could tell us, what does it mean when someone flips their middle finger at you? What does it mean uh, when they wave it in your face like that? And would you allow your kid to do that? Yeah, I think we all know what it means. And this woman became a folk hero. This woman, Julie Briskman, became so famous that she won in a landslide victory. She ran for office after that in Virginia in Loudoun County. And she won over against an uh, incumbent Republican. And so she's a hero, all because 
she was photographed telling Donald Trump, the president of the United States, to F off. And she's famous. And people love it. Remember, Maxine Waters told you to go ahead uh, and uh, you you harass those people. You see anyone in his uh, campaign, anybody in his uh, administration in a restaurant, you disrupt their rest meal. You don't let them eat. Remember, people would go to their houses and harass their kids and harass their everything, right? And yet that was acceptable because Donald Trump was such an evil person, right? It's just, it's crazy. Uh, it, it does not make sense at all. How about this? You know, all these people dying who have been uh, vaccinated. I just saw, and again, bon, uh, John Bon Jovi, fully vaccinated, uh, canceled his, uh, his concerts because <gasps> he came down with COVID, right? And there's a general that just died not too long ago. Again, fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated, right? And yet he died from complications of COVID. I mean, never mind that he had cancer and something else, but what did he die from? COVID, even though he had two diseases that were killing him. But again, what he died from was COVID. How about this one? Ibram X. Kendi. You know, he's the guy that just uh, loves, he's the racist that makes a lot of money being racist. Uh, And this was so funny. Author and prominent critical race theory advocate Ibram X. Zendi has deleted a tweet after critics argued it undermined the racial narrative upon which he's built his career. Kendi, a humanities professor at Boston University, tweeted an article Friday by The Hill citing a study that found 34% of white students who applied to colleges and universities falsely claimed they were a racial minority on their application and that 77% of them were accepted. Now, Kendi summarized on Twitter that more than a third of white students lied about their race on college applications, and about half of these applicants lied about being Native American. More than three-fourths of these students who lied about their race were accepted. Now, don't you understand what's going on here? It's because there is no white privilege. I'm 56 years old, just turned 56. My life would have been so much easier if I was black. I could have gotten to colleges. I could have got money for college, free money. Right now, I got a 501c3 that if I was a black guy right now, my 501c3 would be loaded with millions of dollars. If I called my organization BLM, uh, I would have millions of dollars coming into me from all over the place, everywhere. And so this guy had to actually pull his tweet because he realized his argument was the opposite. If there was such white privilege, then why would white people be working to pretend to be non-white people so that they could get in college? Because if you're white, you don't get into the top colleges. If you're white, you don't get this. If you're white, you don't get that. Because for a lot of years, for a lot of years, they've been wanting to make things equal. And so I get it. Whether I like it or not doesn't matter. It's just the way it is. That affirmative action maybe t- um, uh, possibly tilted the uh, the scales the other way to make things a little right, right or wrong, good or bad. That's just the way it is. So it doesn't show the white privilege. What it shows is the opposite. That is much more. How about this one? DOJ misses deadline provides Senate information uh, information on basis for school board memo. The DOJ doesn't respond to Congress's request. Uh, none of it does. So all these government, look at the head of Bureau of Land Management. The woman's a terrorist, and she's been asked 
four months ago or three months ago for information about her terrorist activity uh, in logging, and she has yet to comply. And yet, remember how many times was Trump, um, you know, brought before and for 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 to task, right? Because he didn't do this and didn't do that. And yet, right now, we have the Biden administration not doing anything that Congress asked them to do. They don't have press releases. They don't have press meetings. They don't make him available. You can't even question him. You can't question all he's doing. Do you see what I'm saying? So a lot of people are confused out there. A lot of people are disappointed. A lot of people are scared. A lot of people are worried. A lot of people feel like they left the country left them. That doesn't make sense. And what you got to do, ladies and gentlemen, is realize that you cannot control that. What we need to do is focus on those things we can control. We must control our attitude because thoughts produce energy and the body releases chemicals based on your thoughts. And those chemicals can make you sick or make you feel good. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're telling you to set your cells. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. They're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Brighten someone's day with the free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. And by the way, we have two more opportunities before the end of the year for you to change your life, to get your head right, to get your heart on, uh, and, man, to get yourself having the best holiday season ever. You go to likeitmatters.net. We have a class in uh, November 18th through 20th in Little Rock, Arkansas. I think I have one or two spots left there. Uh, And then we have a class, the last class of the year, December 9th through 11th in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I can guarantee you, whoever's in that class will have the best Christmas season they have ever had before. And, you know, we live in a wacky, wacky world. You know, the Bible talks about eschatologically what's going to happen in the end days. You know, Romans 1, uh, 32 uh, talks about it, you know. Uh, and since they did not see fit, this is 28, and since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They are filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. Sound familiar? They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. Sound familiar? They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Sound familiar? Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them but give approval to those who practice them. How about Isaiah 5, right? 520 and on. What sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. What sorrow for those who are wise in their own eyes and think themselves so clever. What sorrow for those who are heroes at drinking wine and boast about all the alcohol they can hold. They take bribes to let the wicked go free. They punish the innocent. Keep going on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a wacky, wacky world. It probably is. Absolutely. Look at you guys in Minnesota. You got, you're getting ready. You're down 300 police officers. You're voting on whether to disband the police force. Uh, and your crime's going through the roof. And Ilan Omar and AOC, they have a lot of money to spend on private security. But you guys are getting rid of your police force as crime goes through the roof. I mean, tell me that's not crazy. It's, a, it, it's like crazy. How about this one? You ready for this one? Dallas Theological Seminary. This is uh, Dallas Theological Seminary. Holds segregated blacks only alumni reunion. Can you believe it? No whites allowed. When was the last time you saw a sign that said no blacks allowed? Melanated people. I wonder if, yeah, right? So when it comes to the infamously woke social justice warriors' war against racism, white supremacy, and segregation, it appears they find the most useful weapon in their arsenal to be, well, segregation. This is from an article from Reformation Charlotte. It shouldn't surprise anyone that those who advance the movement do so in the name of Christianity, attaching a movement to Christ and the gospel that actually deprives people of the truth, social 
justice, the ideological framework from which the woke church movement is built, is not the gospel, is not gospel-centered, and certainly isn't gospel-mandated. A blacks-only alumni reunion. You know why? So they can. So the black people. This is what they said. Will be hosting a non, no whites allowed alum, uh, alumni reunion. According to the event website, the reunion grew out of a desire to reconnect with other African-American alumni in a relaxing environment, along with our families and friends for a weekend getaway from the challenges of Christian service and studies and from their white people. What? That's just stunning. Yeah, this is this is supposed to be the church. Uh, and yet they're racist. It's just stunning. So I want to close this and give you some power. Remember, information... Uh, education, I'm sorry, inspiration, education, and application. And the application is something to do, right? So you can do something different today. Remember Dr. Covey, seven habits of highly effective people. There's a diagram very similar uh, to the one I've shared with you over and over and over. It's two circles. It's the circle of concern and the circle of influence. The circle of concern is all those things that concern you. And if you were to do a big circle on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper of all the things that concern you, uh, it would probably fill up and you'd probably need some extra space, right? There's a lot of things. If you're a living, breathing human being, if you're a child of God, even if you're not, there should be a lot of things in this America, in this world that are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because it is illogical. It is crazy. It does not make sense. You know, you got uh, the president of the United States going to a climate uh, meeting, right? And he has an 85-vehicle caravan. 85 vehicles. Now, you tell me how much emission 85 SUVs put out. Uh, Think about that. And then they're running the whole time. And then they're running while they're waiting for him. They're running while they're driving him. They're running while he's out of there waiting to get back in there and come back. All that's burning up gas, right? And then, of course, uh, everybody flying their private jets. And a third of the entire cabinet flew over to be a part because this is, this is their religion. So, ladies and gentlemen, it, man, it, it's a lot of wacky stuff going on. Yeah, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? And so we've got to take control of what we can. We've got to remember who we are. We've got to remember why we're here. So what we've got to do is take that circle called the circle of concern and then our circle of influence. The circle of influence are those things that we can influence, those things that we have control over. And what we've got to do is lay those two things over. And where those two circles cross, that needs to be our focus. And we need to keep our focus on that area because those are things that concern us, that we're bothered by, and things we have control over. So we need to do that and. You need to understand and is about addition. And adds another thing to something else. There's no but here. But negates what was said before. So you need to do the first part and you need to have a mindset of gratefulness. The definition of grateful is appreciative of benefits received, expressing gratitude, grateful thanks, affording pleasure or contentment, pleasing, pleasing by reason of comfort supplied or discomfort alleviated. Definition of gratitude, the state of being grateful. Thankfulness expressed gratitude for their support. 
the quality of feeling or being grateful or thankful. You know, scientifically, gratitude makes us more resilient. It has been found to help people recover from traumatic events, including Vietnam War veterans with PTSD, victims of natural disasters, people living under violent political conflict. Gratitude strengthens relationships and makes us feel closer, more committed to friends and romantic partners. It is all about thankfulness. You know, my daughter, Faith, uh, she is this month, she started it yesterday, that every day she's listing something that she is grateful for, that she is thankful for. Thankfulness is a good mindset, and there are times it's a lot more difficult. So I'm going to challenge you, what if for the month of November, that every morning, first of all, when you wake up, when you become semi-conscious, I'm going to give you two homework assignments. Number one. I want you to just start talking to God and being thankful. What are you thankful for? Are you thankful that you have your health? Are you thankful that you're waking up? Are you thankful or grateful that you have a wife or a husband that loves you? Are you thankful and grateful that you have a home? Are you thankful and grateful that you have a job? Are you thankful and grateful that even though things are bad here in America, you still live in what's probably the greatest country on this planet right now, right? I mean, what are you grateful for? So just start doing it. Now, you might fall back asleep. That's okay. That's a great mindset to have. The second thing I'm going to recommend you do is I want you to get a notebook. If you got a journal, even better. And for the month of November, just do it for 30 days and see what happens. Every morning when you wake up, we call it our fives. List out five things you're grateful for and five things you're excited about. Start with grateful because for me, grateful is a lot easier than excited. Uh, There are not a lot of things in this world that I'm excited about today. I'm just going to be honest with you. But there are many things as a child of God that I'm I'm grateful for that Jesus Christ chose me. I'm grateful that God loved me first. I'm grateful that God allows me to understand the Word of God. I'm grateful that I get to be on the radio five days a week, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. I'm grateful I have a great friend and producer in John. I'm grateful uh, that, um, uh, you know, Salem treats me so well in Minneapolis. I'm grateful that my wife tolerates me. I'm grateful that I have four healthy kids. I'm grateful that even though I'm around thousands of people and I go to Sturgis every year, I've never been really sick. I don't get corona. I don't do all that. So I'm grateful that I'm a child of God. I'm grateful that I was born in America. I'm grateful that God supplies me enough to support other people. See, I can give you so many things I'm grateful for. Uh, And uh, excited is a little bit harder for me. I'm just be honest with you right now. And so every morning, list out five things you're excited about, five things you're grateful for. And for bonus, if you really want to do this well, send those out, that list of five and five to at least one of your closest friends and ask them to send them back to you. So let's spend this month being grateful. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Thanks. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.